Hey, what's up, buddy? We're back for another episode of Ready, Set, Go in the building. You know who it is. It's your boy, Jay Gat. And, and your boy, Rodney Green, man. What's happening? Nothing much, man. Hey, man. Indoor's about to get exciting, dog. Yeah, Indoor's about, about to get it. real exciting. It's, it's about to get real exciting, man. We had a real exciting weekend just passed on the, oh, what's the day? Today now the eleventh or on the tenth. No, the, today's the twelfth, man. It's it's my mom's birthday, man. So you know, shout out to mom. Shout out to mom, Gat. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you too, man. It was your birthday on the tenth. Uh, it was my birthday, hey, man. You know what? It was so funny because everywhere I went on my birthday, I forgot it was my birthday when I got carded to go into different places. They was like, "Oh, happy birthday!" I was like, "Oh man, it's my birthday." But man, <laughs> I enjoyed it though. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> that's what happened, man. You get a little older, man. But shoot, that's good, man. Another year on this earth. Happy birthday to you, man. Uh, 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 NFL, 40 for over 40. That's what it is now, man. We, we shouting out the NFL. We trying to put pressure on them, man, you know, to let my boy run at the, the Indianapolis Combine. Well, you know, I I, I did some diplomatic uh, meetings and everything this weekend while I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas for the for the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? I had a good time there, man. We, we turned up. You know what the Vegas o- is like. The Oscar Bowl, you mean? The Oscar? What are you talking about? What you mean? Yeah, because it was scripted. <laughs> come on, man. You go come with that. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna play. At NFL, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna go to a game. <laughs> no, I've been seeing. You know what? I, on on social media, I've been seeing those memes where they show like referees, like like shoulder checking players on purpose. Like you be like, hold on now, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, man. But it was a real, it was a real exciting weekend in track and field, man. You know, uh, Melrose was this weekend. Melrose was this weekend. But uh, before we get into any of that, man, I, I want to say, you know, our condolences to uh, the young man who was a part of our community who passed, man, Kelvin Kiptum from 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 Kenya, the marathon world record holder, you know and, and his coach too. Condolences yeah, his to coach his coach too. too. We, yeah. he, they lost they lost their lives in a car accident, accident. In, in uh in Kenya. And you know, I think about our sport and our sport is so so many different layers of our sport. And sometimes you don't get a chance to really show love and show, you know what I'm saying, compassion for other athletes, right? And he did amazing things at a young age. And I think as a community, we need to be able to pay homage to people like that, what they've done, and also by them passing, man, because we know how hard athletes in our sport work, man. And condolences to his family for both of them, the coach as well. Yeah, man. He, and, and he was 24, bro. He was the world record holder at 24. You know, he was a very young age, you know what I mean? Very talented young man. I just want to say shout out to him. But, you know, let, just like I said, man, let's, let's, let's we paid homage. Melrose was this weekend, man. What did you think about Melrose? What, what impressed you the most about Melrose? I can tell I you what like- impressed me. But I can you tell me what impressed you first. All right. So we talking about the event itself or what's it going to lead up to? No, nah, the event itself. You know what I mean? We had a, a, a lot of performances. Um, I so can tell you. Julian Alford. Julian Alford. From 699. 699. 6.99. 6.99, Doc. If you want to know what a definition of a, a power sprinter is, oh, yeah. it's her. She's a Definitely. true power sprinter, Doc. Definitely. She's stomping on roaches all the way to the line. <laughs> all the way. Listen, she 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 looks she looks amazing, bro. I mean, I mean, just just for a better word, you know what I mean. We we didn't talk about her our last show, 
But the show before she ran the 699, she did something amazing, man. She ran 22-1 and 704 in the same meet. You know what I mean? She was doing astronomical things this year, but she she came, she came to play. I want like, let I want to let that sink in for people. 22-1 indoors. There's a lot of people who have never ran 22-1 outdoors. Yeah, or 22-2 or 22-3. <laughs> yeah, man. That, that's amazing. This, this is what I think about Julian, bro. You know, I mean, of course, yeah, the rivalry is, is or everybody is making the rivalry, Shikari and, and Sharika. Um, Julian going to force one of these girls to break the world record, man. She's letting them know that she's there to play. You know what I mean? She, uh, uh, she's she's not playing at seven oh four. That 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 slates her to uh, and at six ninety nine. That slates her to open up at ten eight. You know what I mean? She runs some anything faster. She opens up at ten seven. It's like whoa. You know what I mean? What, what yeah. what's left for the for, for the rest of the year, man? You know. Um, shouts out to our coach, Coach Flo uh, at Texas. But yeah, man, they they're doing an amazing job um, with her season. Was it like so? You are from you are from Island, and you've hey. seen a lot of. Oh, we're gonna get to that too. We're gonna get. Yeah, to, you, you know, know we're gonna get yeah. to your country, man. Yeah, but I want to ask you a question you though. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what, is, what is it? What is it like when you see an athlete that come from a small island and they do big things like that? You know what I mean? What is what is the vibe on the island when that happens? Man, the vibe is is everything because you know most of the islands are very small, like. I'm from the Bahamas and people don't realize like the Bahamas has probably less than 300,000 people. You know what I mean? They think, oh yeah, when you go there, it's a lot of people. And that most of those people are on the two most uh, 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 habited islands such as Freeport and Nassau. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you know, there's a huge drop off for where other people live. But it's, it's, it's amazing because almost everybody know everybody. You know what I mean? So her country probably is is going crazy, like seeing her on TV so much and noting that she's moved on to represent their flag. Seeing the colors is, is everything. Yeah. You know? Definitely. I want to go to her country, man. St. Lucia. Man, I want to go there. <laughs> let's, let's take a trip then. Yeah, man. Let's take we a got, trip. We got to talk to Julia, man. I like her vibe, man. She's just so nice. She's just so nice. <laughs> she, she's What's nice. Your... She's hungry. So, so we speaking about another hungry female who's from the Caribbean, Devin. Countryman yeah, who has man. just broke the world record in the 60 meter hurdles. I, I don't think people realize, well, not people, but a lot of people don't realize like what that means for the country and for her, man. She she basically just writ herself in the history books. Not just as the world record holder, but as far as I know, or from what I can tell, this is the first time that our country has had a world record holder. So she's gonna be in a history book somewhere. You know what I mean? Like she go, she's going to stand alone. Yeah, you could have you could have others that do it, but she is the first. And when you're the first, you, there's a there's a lot that goes with that. She'll be recognized for that for life, man. She's a great starter, man. And, and the way she finished that race, it was so commanding. She beat the world champion. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like like uh, oh, it, it was in a, a good field. It was a very Hard feel and and people ran very solid times, man. They ran seven seven low, and she broke it with seven sixty seven. Listen, if I the one athlete I would not want to be in the event is the female hurdles. They cooking all the time, dog. In the short hurdles, you racing Olympic champion, a world record holder, 
uh, a world champion in that race. Yeah. They, they, going, they going week in, week out, racing each other around the world. So it's always going to be hot races. Always. Let, let, let me tell you what I liked about that race too, man. Like if, you, if anybody who watched it, if they just didn't, didn't watch the race and they watched everything that happened after the race, it's the camaraderie. All of those girls who possibly wanted to break the world record too, rallied around her, hugged her. They were happy for her. Nobody really stormed off. I'm pretty sure they wanted to win. But they were happy for her saying, oh, girl, good job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't so like, yeah, you broke this world record, but I'm going to get you there <laughs> next time. <laughs> like, yeah, how the man, I mean, like how the man sprints me? That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's how I mean. Dudes be salty. I mean, but I mean, yeah, I, I get it. You know what I mean? But they were, they were so happy for her. And then her interview after, she was so poised and saying like, you know, that could have been any one of us when they asked her, did you think you was going to break the world record? She was like, our event is so competitive, it could have been any one of us, but today it was me. Nice. You know what I mean? I said, that's that's very diplomatic. And I hats off to her, man. Shout out to 242, you know, Bahamas to the world. I just want to say, you know, congratulations to her, our new national record holder, our first world record holder. And I hope we cherish her forever, man, from our country. Salute to so, her, the new world record holder. Salute, sure. salute, salute. Now, so we, got, man. We, got, we got the hottest thing, man. We got... You know, we got we got the world speaking of world record holders, the world record holder ran the 60 meters this week this weekend. He opened up at 651. What does that 651 mean for him going into USA's? Um oh, oh let it, me ask let me ask you this. What do right. you think about the 651? Him knowing he he him knowing that Noah ran 644. Is he worried about that or? I mean, that was Noah's like third race though. So it, it wasn't like it was Noah's first race. We jumped out and he ran 644, right? So he had time to get sharp. This is Coleman's first 60 meters of the year. So I actually think that he did very well. He's on track. So projecting, I mean, his next 60 meters, he should at least drop down into 64 is easy. You know what I mean? Um, looking at the aspect of his race, He's going to have to get a little stronger, a little quicker in that transition, especially coming out the block. He need to get down quicker. You know what I'm saying? Because he, if it's going to be a Noah and a Coleman show, he has to create separation quickly, and he has to hold that separation. Because if, he's, if Noah's in striking distance, then it's, going, it's not going to look too good. But Coleman knows how to command the race. So he just got to get it in there and make sure he just gets to the point where he's accelerating hard and he just keep on moving. We've done it before, so we've seen him do it. You know what I mean? So it ain't nothing like he had, he's a world record holder, Doug. He's yeah. the fastest 60 we've ever seen in our lives. And and that's why a lot of people were going to say he should be worried because he opened up the 651. I mean, we remember the, the year of his world record year. Yeah, you know, but he up. spoiled us, bro. He spoiled us with that. He did. And we he hold spoiled him, us. And we hold him to that standard. So and, and which is unfair in our sport because every year the the year resets and everybody think, oh, he's gonna be like last year when we don't know what's really going on in their camps. If he's plagued with, with maybe, not saying that he is or he may be, if he had a few setbacks or anything like that, people don't know and they and we go ahead and we make these assumptions on what we think could happen, not knowing what's actually happening to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I think because I've heard a few people was like, oh yeah, he should be scared. I don't think fear is one of the things that uh, Coleman operates in. You know what I mean? He he usually operates in confidence. 
Um, but I definitely think leading up to USA, I'm gonna be tuned in, but I wanna, I wanna see this. I wanna see this. So what you think? What what you what's your uh prediction on this? My prediction on this is is just like I said before, man. One of the people who you don't let get confidence uh, is is Noah. He he has confidence now. He took a break off of 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 he ran his PB. You know, he had time to let it sit in, calm down. You know, his eyes are on the prize to try to get everything now. So I think he's going in thinking about the W, the win, the the USA win, and the indoor worlds win. What Coleman has to do is let him know that, hey man, this is this this my shit. Like this is my shit. Yeah. Like, you could have all the other shit, but I am the world record holder. And let me show you why you should have a seat and watch what happens. I appreciate that. But you ain't answered my question, though. What's, What's your question? prediction? Where's your prediction? <laughs> and I only I bet against Noah in, in, in at Worlds. I don't want to bet against him again because usually when you bet against him, that, that feeds the fire. But I'm going to go with Coleman, bro. I'm going to go with Coleman. I'm going to go with Coleman. I'm going to go. I think Coleman's going to get him. I think Coleman's going to get him. I think, and this is what I think. I don't know. People may disagree. I think Coleman did enough. Amazing feel, by the way. I think Coleman did enough to win. I think the way he looked in his last 20 meters, uh, he, he, he finished knowing that he was going to win, knowing he didn't have the best, best start. He molded to the front of the race, and then yeah. he dominated the last 20 meters. Was he playing possum? Is this a mind game? Because he's a vet. He could play mind games at this point. He could be like, oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to show Noah. Noah could have a false sense of confidence watching him run 651, and then he busts his ass at USA's. You know what I mean? So, I, don't I don't know. So you're saying that it might be a little mental warfare that might be going on there. Yeah, you know, at, at that level of the game, it has to be. You, 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 it has to be. Noah's whole intro is a mental game. His, his thing is to draw you into his energy so you be absorbed with him rather than stay focused. I mean, I get it. I, I did it in 2017. I did it in 2019. Yeah, of course. I played, the, I played the mental game. In my semis, I I did not run fast on purpose. You feel me? Like, I ran just enough. I didn't want And usually what your coach tell you, what you going to tell Eric when it's time to get to semis? Win it. Yeah. Win that mofo. Yeah. Win it, right? Yeah. So it gets you to the finals. But for me, you know, obviously being seasoned, I gauge myself. I know that if I preserve my energy, I get second place. But also it lets your opponents know it gives a false sense of feeling like, oh, he ain't ready or he's tired. So he ain't going to really show out when it comes to the finals. And then you unveil who you really are when it comes to the finals. Yeah, I, I think this might be one of them because remember, it's a one-off. It was a one-off. It wasn't like a... Heats and semis, and we all know, I mean, Coleman gets faster every round. So, yeah, I mean, he he might have been playing possum. You know what I mean? Which is which is great for our sport if he was playing possum. You know what I mean? Because now it sets up for a bigger stage later. Noah thinks he, oh, yeah, it's in the bag. And then, boom, Coleman runs up like 39. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it, it sets it up great. But... I'm thinking that that Coleman did enough just to win. He's going to go back to the lab. Him and Coach Hall are going to say, you know, they're going to have their plan for USA's and they're going to go ahead and execute. So 
you know, this, this is not a sure end. This is just my prediction. I predict that Coleman is going to win USA. I can't give you a time because I don't know if he was playing possum. You know what I mean? But I, I think he's going to win USA. And, you know, it's in Albuquerque, New Mexico, you know. It's an altitude, so. All right, well, since you gave who's going to win, I'm going to give time. I'm going I'm to save 42. 42 is going to get the job done. 42 is going to win. 642. So, so, so if Noah wins, he's going to have to PB again to get that 42. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's nothing. He's been pr almost every time he's done ran a 60 meters, especially this season. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, it. both of them, it's a special moment because these are two athletes who live for the moment. They rise to the occasion. They give their best, especially when they go against each other. Whatever rivalry that they have, it's it's a little bit more deep rooted. Like they ain't gonna lose. They don't want to lose to each other. No. So they're gonna give it all. And and history shows each race they race against each other, they are coming with their grade A race. They coming with the fireworks. So that's what we are about to see indoors. Nationals, it's about to be a show for real. Yeah, I think this is probably going to be the most watched. It's like a heavyweight bout. Yeah, you know I mean, watching Coleman and Noah go against each other. But I, the only reason why I got Coleman, man. That's his shit. I mean, literally, it's his shit. It's, he's the world record holder. <laughs> that's his. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's him. You know what I mean? You can't. And I think he's going to defend his crown, man. He's one of those guys, man. He earned my respect maybe a few years ago. You know what I mean? Just just being who he is. You know what I mean? He, he runs from his chest. I'm going to go I'm gonna go opposite then. I'm going to go with Noah on it. Just like yeah. that. I'm going to go with Noah. Why I'm going to go with Noah is because... Noah has stuck to whatever his, his goal is and what his narrative is. And he's proven us wrong in the past. He came away with three goals last year. And I tell you right now, there's a, a large percentage who bet that he was not going to win the 100. And he won the 100. Yeah. He came away with three goals. This man wants to, he told you he wants to win indoor 60. So he can't slack off at nationals and think he's going to get the job done at Worlds. He has to bury his opponents whenever he gets an opportunity and keep on building from there. So I think he's going to come with the mentality of, I got to run better. I got to PR again because I'm going against Christian Coleman. Christian Coleman's going to come out here and get the job done. So 644 might not get the job done. So we got to elevate ourselves. Man, I, I think, think that's what I- our last episode, we talked about the guy who got a punch nowhere in the mouth, man. I think it's Coleman. Coleman going to rise up, man. I, I think it's Coleman. Coleman going to rise up and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm going to stand up and I'm not letting this dude have everything because somebody got to do it. And who's going to do it? Who's better to do it in the 60 meters than Cole? There's only, yeah. one, there's only one other guy I can think of and he's not running indoor. That's Trey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's not running indoor. He's not running indoor. Nah, Trey he's not, not running, running indoor. indoor. You know, he had that little minor surgery. So I think, you know, he kind of taking it slow, getting ready for yeah, the yeah, Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it sounds like we got a bet going on here. So we do, we do. We, we going shot for shot. What are we doing? I, I need a, yeah. I need a, I need a shot from that. Um, what you got over there? What is it? Yeah, we what's got the, that. What's it, the crown? Got, what is it? We got that Crown Royal Monarch seventy fifth anniversary, man. It's it's real nice, real smooth. If you have a chance to get your hands on the bottle, it's real nice, man. Yeah, I'm gonna man. get that. That's a, that, how much is that shot? Man, one <laughs> shot costs you what? The bartender told me $60 a shot, bro. <laughs> what the bartender, 
what the bartender said, hey, now slow down now. Hey, man, he gave me the bottle and I was drinking it. He's like, hey, man, I don't know if you know how much that costs per bottle. <laughs> when he told me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to move this from the regular stash and just put this somewhere else. <laughs> so I'm going to get on this. All right. If I win, I need a shot of that. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Listen, speaking of bets, right? Not the sidebar from USA's or whatever. So I had a few of my friends, man. You know, I said 5K on the 401. A few of my friends said, hey, Rod, we'll parlay with you, man, to jump on that 5K. How confident you are in your boy? I said, man, I'm real confident that Gat could go 401. Them dudes is like, we'll back you 5K. We'll get together, man, 50K. That's what they talk about. Who, who, willing to, who willing to match the 50K, man? Forget who willing to match it, in the NFL the 50K that Justin about, won't run up. for what? I'm going to here. I'm about to go train right now, dog. 50, 50K on the line, man. I have a few friends. They was like, 5K, I'll match your 5K. Nine of them said they'll match 5K. So we, we, we'll see. I don't know, man. So if anybody's there, let me know. 50K you know on what? the line. You know what? Let's go ahead, Let's go ahead and just... Uh... Let's go ahead and just run this right there in uh, in Orlando. Right there in the Sister Bowl, right? <laughs> nah. <laughs> right, 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 right down the whole field, right there. Right in the middle, man. But I just wanted to let you know that, man. They they hit me as soon as they seen it on the cast. They were like, 5K. They was like, man, how confident you is your boy could do that? I said, man, real confident. They was like, yo, we'll line it up, man. We'll send you 5K to back that boy, 50K. 50K. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> so if anybody listening from the NFL or anything, if y'all want to race my boy for the 50K, let us know, man. Drop in the comments. We're going to race y'all in y'all race. 40 yards. Hey, you know who I, you know who I, was, uh, you know who I ran into at um at the Super Bowl? Chris Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chris, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just hey. with Chris like two weeks ago at the track. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, was, he was asking me about, he was asking me about the 1080 machine. He was asking me about, like, how good is it? Is it is it good to use or whatever? I said, man, it's an amazing machine, man. I was telling him about it. Yeah, man. Shout out to 1080 on that one, too. Hey, he, somebody came over to us and asked, like, hey, man, y'all should go out and race right now. This man, Chris, said, look, man, you see me right now, dog? He said, <laughs> he said I'm going to have to train for six months. And he, meaning me, he going to have to train me. I was like, well, shit, look, we training together then. <laughs> we training together for this one. Shoot, I think, I think Chris could... That could actually whoop a couple of dudes easily, man. Like just off the forty, you know what I mean? Like, like I seen him moving around the track, man. He ain't he retired, but he ain't that bad. Like, he so what was he doing on the track? He was he was doing nah, some strategy. He was, he was oh, okay. out there for, with his kids, but what I'm saying is, is like he ain't far gone. If he real deal, like like he said, if he trained, he ain't got to train for six months. He get rid of it for like three months, mm-hmm. like with somebody who know what they're doing. Man, I yeah. think Chris could actually drop like four two. 4-2 again. I think he can. Chris, if you're listening, man, yeah, man. Shoot, I'll train. Let me I'm gonna know, send it, I'm going to send this episode right to him afterwards, too. <laughs> right to him. And say, let's get up and start training. I'll give you three months. Yeah, <laughs> man. Six months is a little too long. Shoot. Other things that's happening around the world, man. We had Grant almost run close to his world record again. He ran Trap 732. And we had Arian and his first indoor international race, running a world lead of 2021. We're going to start with Arian because we don't talk about him a lot. What does that 2021 mean indoor for him? What, what does that mean for the young, the young, the young lion? 
Listen, Arian is the, the most consistent 200-meter runner I've ever seen in my life, man. He going to give you a 19-8 rolling out of bed, dog. So, and, he, and he's 20. And, he, and he's 20, <laughs> right? 20. So to be honest, I, I am, listen, I am going on record dubbing him as the future of the 200 meters. This, this kid is amazing. By 25, I mean, if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, he'd be ruling everything, dog. He should be ruling everything. To open up with a 19-4? To open up with a 19-4? That's ridiculous. Yeah. So to run something like this, he just, this is what he do. This is what he do, man. Yeah, you dubbing him, man, you know, my, my car is still on Tobogo, boy. I, I hear you. I hear you. My, my, my car is on Tobogo is the future of the sport. Of, From of the 200 or, or what? I, I mean, I said the 200 for Aaron. Of the one and the two. I, that boy ran 19, so we got 19.4 and 19.5 on the docket. You're right. A hundred percent. We got the You're silver right. and the bronze medalists on the docket. Them two. You're so, right. A hundred percent. I see Tobogo tearing it up in the hundred though. Like, he's right. a sleeping giant in the hundred. Man, I think he's sleeping giant in both. Well, listen, he he on, he on Noah here. Like, that race where, he, where Noah beat him, man, he was on that man heels. You know what I mean? So, we going to see what's their strategy for this year. You but, remember when he ran that 300? And he turned to the side like this while he was running the 300. <laughs> he still ran 31 when he did that. Still too. ran 31 like that. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> Dangerous. I said, this boy here, yeah, man. They get a 401 rolling, man. People in trouble. People in trouble, man. Shoot. But yeah, man. Shoot. At four so by one. Go ahead. No, I'm saying we we got some store, some more on uh, for indoor. What's up? What's up? We got a. Uh, oh, yeah. Think Grant just run too? Yeah, he ran 7.32, man. I think, I think, this is what I think. Since Grant, the money man, he the holla at you, man. We already talked about how he didn't want to lose no money during COVID year. I think Grant really, is he really not breaking the world record? I think he could break the world record, but I think he's going to break it at Worlds because it'll roll over in the most money if he does it at Indo Worlds <laughs> and his bonus and the place bonus. And everything else, he could end up walking away with six figures from a weekend. So you telling me he's that intelligent and that athletic that he can maximize his gain at the right opportunity, right time? Shoot, the Plantis is. They told me, well, I, not they. I won't say who they is. They be like, oh yeah, he know he can break the world record, but he break it in increments at see, world that, championships. But <laughs> see, that's, that's a that's a pole vault secret right there. So they've been doing it for years. It's Mayeba. All of them, Sergey Wuka, they've been all doing that. So what they'll do is they know they can break the world record. So they'll break the world record by like an inch or half an inch. And they'll come back again later on that season and break it again. And they'll break it. So they broke the world record almost three times in one season, right? That's that. And they rack, each time they break the record, they racking up no less than six figures or more, right? So they come away with the bags. Easy. And, and on top of that, you getting prize money, you getting appearance fees. Come on, man. Yeah. So, so that's why it is, right? Because his contract got to be set up to where, okay, indoor worlds, there's a world record bonus, one. Two, there's a medal bonus. You get the gold medal, that's another bonus. Three, you know what I mean? You got the world record, you got the first place bonus. Yeah, I mean, you could possibly walk away with six figures. I mean, the world record bonus for him and his contract probably got to be, indoor world record got to be maybe, what, 60 to 100K? All right, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, you already get 40 for winning. You know what I mean? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you get 40 for winning, and then he going to get a, another bonus for winning, like for getting the gold medal. Listen, this how you, so, this how so you, this how you know they're making money. This is how you know they're making money. You, you always hear about people who complain about the prize, uh, the prize money, how much it is. Uh, but you never hear people like the Planters and people no. who are winning. <laughs> they never tell you. They never complain because they getting they getting big Buku. money on the backside, bro. They, they get Buku they getting bucks, big man. money on the backside. Yeah, man. Shoot, Grant trying to get that lamb truck. I'm just playing. I ain't never heard that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> he said he trying to ride that bull in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what dog trying to get a lamb truck, man? He's saving up. He's saving. <laughs> you know, hey, you know that boy want wine, man. He probably gonna get a bottle of wine that costs him the amount of a lamb truck, though, for real. Yeah, man. he loves some wine, boy. Hey, he, he got a he got a cool swag. Grant, Grant, give me that whole old Muhammad Ali type chill vibe. You know what I mean? But he got that like that that cocky confidence, but it's like subtle. It ain't like brash. It's, Grant Grant acts like a retired athlete. He's not retired though. He out there on the golf course. He's sipping on wine. That man, look, he living a good life and he's still actively running. So you already know what he's gonna be later on in his career, man. He's gonna be the super tired. Yeah, man. Shoot, we we started off, you know, talking about the band and everything, but I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna shut down the women, man. We got that that race at internationally at Indoor World is gonna be fire, man. We at Iwa Swartabar, Poland, man, drop 701. You know what I mean? So mm. even when Julian get to like Indoor Worlds, it ain't gonna be no walk in the park for us. This ain't gonna be no walkaway win. You know what I mean? And, and speaking of that, the US ladies still haven't ran yet. You know what I mean? So they ran. We have a few that's ran 7-0, but you know. They're going to sharpen up coming up the USA's and we're going to see who's going to be the the ones to go represent the USA to go overseas to see if they're going to bring that 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 gold medal back to the USA. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, indoors is about to be hot. hot. It's about to be hot, dog. Hot and forgotten in about a week. So I've seen this thing online, man, that said, <laughs> is indoors a real indicator of what could happen outdoors? What? I can tell you my take. You tell me your take. All right. No. <laughs> That's my take also. What no. you do indoors does not matter. Does not matter. <laughs> You're just watching phenomenal athletes drop amazing times indoor. Those same phenomenal athletes operate very well outdoor. That's it. I mean, other than that, across the board, I think when it what happens with indoors is by the time you get to like the end of March, April, when start time for relays, pin relays, Texas relays, all that kind of stuff. Nobody's even thinking about indoors no more. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's worried about what's going to happen outdoors. So it's it's forgotten. But the thing is, when you have indoors, it's a great platform for young athletes to get their name out there and for people to set goals. So that's what that's that's why it's amazing to watch because a lot of people can do amazing things indoors, but it's for a brief moment, and then everything's mm. gonna go outdoors, and that's what the excitement's gonna be. Mm, yeah, man. I seen I seen a lot of people is like, yeah, this dude or this girl, she ran fast. Yeah, but we ain't gonna worry about them outdoor because they don't do nothing. They don't know it. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> I was like, oh. they like, yeah, that junk going. She gonna fold, fold like a lawn chair. 
She got a whole other 40 meters. <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, and some of them you could tell the difference, man. You have some, some people who run through that 60 meter line and then some people who run to it. The people that run to the line and and that sprint race of the 60 meters, that's a that's a telltale story of that their that next 40 meters is going to be pretty tough for them. People who accelerate through the line and up that ramp, that that's telling you that, yeah, we're we're running indoor. But we're still training for outdoor. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, like this is just like, oh yeah, I'm working on some things. Like you see the grass. Listen, the grass was in that 60 meter race with Coleman. He almost ran his PB. So he ran what 662. If he sharpens down, and I, well, that's his last one, I think. But if he would have ran 650 something, let's let's all agree, man. He has phenomenal top end speed too. He ain't he ain't one to not shake a stick at. Oh, 100 percent Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I remember, and I don't know if you remember, I remember one world, one world relays where he pulled up on the side of you and he was looking at you on that last leg. Like, now why are you like, gonna do me like that? <laughs> now why are you gonna do me like that on our show? No, hey, you're right. Nah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, but I said on another show, shoot, I think in 15. Where, bro, you rolled everybody in that four by two. It was crazy. Y'all dropped the baton and was in last place, and you came back in third. I don't know. <laughs> the camera frame didn't even have you in there. I think you shot, you shot the announcer too. He was like, is that Justin Gatlin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. man. But yeah, listen, the grass is starting to, and he's back with his old coach. You know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he, he's back with his old coach, Rain the Rider. Up there in Jacksonville, man. But he he's 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 looking pretty solid, and like he's he's that sleeper. I, Noah's like, oh yeah, I'm the king of the 200. But I mean, let's not forget, Andre DeGrasse is the 200 meter Olympic, Olympic champion. champion. Mm-hmm. And I think some people are graze over that and be like, oh yeah, it's Noah. But nah, Noah's a, a, a no shade to him because he's a medalist, but he's a bronze medalist. You know what I mean? But I don't think Andre's gonna lay down. But I mean, <laughs> once, again, once again, that's Andre though. Andre rises to the occasion. You look back at his whole career, he he rose to the occasion every time. Every From NCAAs time. all the way through, Beijing in 2015, all the way through. Like he he knows how to get it done. I never worry about Andre when it comes to like regular season. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like regular season, like he's just gonna go out there and work on what he needs to work on. But then when it's championship time, that championship caliber mentality comes out. And he gets hey. the job done. He gonna end up on that podium one way or another. He's done that over and over again. Hey, he back to trying to be in a dual athlete. He, he like, I, I want to play. He was like, yeah, I'm just here at Melrose. You know, I almost ran my PB, but I want to get back in the conversation with these 100 meter guys. People forget he's a bronze medalist in 102 at the Olympics. True. True. <laughs> People forget that. True. But he exactly. is though, like, you know what I mean? So. So yeah, speaking man. speaking of athletes who are speaking out, um, I don't know if you caught an episode of uh, a Noah's podcast, right? And he spoke on how our our sport doesn't really recognize our legends or our celebrities, and we don't give our flowers to to them in a timely manner. What's your thought on it? I mean, obviously, no, I, I'm, I, I'm me in this situation, so you already know what I'm probably going to think on it. But yeah. what's your thought on it? Man, I a hundred a hundred percent agree, man. Like when we see our greats, like uh, uh, 
Jackie Joyner, Kersey, you know what I mean? When you see, and, and and that's like far back. A lot of kids don't know. I think, I think, I think we don't pay enough homage like uh uh to to the, our past greats. Just just the ones who who probably like all the way up there. Like I mean, who've made the sport really big, like Carl Lewis and stuff like that. But it's been other athletes who've who've done really good in the sport who we should you know what I mean like recognized at all time. If we see them at track meets, they should be at the front line. We should make sure we, you know, get them their flowers or tell kids they do. You know who this is because think about it, man. Would, would the times be so fast if we didn't have the person before you go faster and faster? You remember at the point in time, 10-0 was fast. Then somebody yeah. broke the 10-second barrier. 9-9 was fast. And somebody yeah. broke the 9-9 barrier and it was 9-8. Yeah, you know I mean, so they they push the envelope of what the body can do physically. I mean, females too, you know. Um, but Evelyn Ashford, them, and that's shoot, exactly what I was gonna say. A, a four, listen, people don't realize when the Gail Divas watched the show how hard she was, bro. This chick was like a menace in uh-huh. the hurdles and the hundred. We've not had somebody like her in a long behind time, man, who dominate the hundred. And the hurdles, man. And she was a little bit like she wasn't even big. She's a little exactly. piece of, a little, little thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, like people like Gail, man, like get them, they fly. Man, if I see Gail, man, look, I, I'm asking for an autograph. I'm fanned out. You know what I mean? She'll be like, why he fanned out like that, man? I was a huge fan of Gail. You know what I mean? Gail was yeah. amazing, man. Amazing. You know? I think it's just, we should do a better job because you find these legendary athletes like Elevin, Elevin, help me out here. Evelyn Ashford. Miss <laughs> Ashford. But anyway, she, um, I was like, man, where is she at? You know, like you, she ran 10-7 back then. Back then. She, back then. <laughs> back then. You know what I mean? Back then. We talking about 80s, 70s. You know what I mean? Like she ran 10-7s back then, bro. So when you have people like that who have paved the way, and then all of a sudden, like when they're gone and they retire, it's like they just fade into the abyss, right? Like those are the people that have inspired the next generation, man, for real. Whole generation, man. They should be getting their flowers. That's uh-huh. 100%. Even for my country, man. Like, man, shoot, Chandra Storp will tell you, man, man, I used to see her. I used to be fanned up. She used to be like, remember we used to be overseas running? She used to be like, come over here and sit with me. And I'll be, listen, she go ahead on the pod. She'll be like, why he talking about that? Brad, and I'll be all these, and she'll be like, stop smiling. And I'll be like, man, I'm sitting next to Charger, boy. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anybody who don't know who Charger Stirrup is, man, she's our national record, or first person to run 10-8, man, in our country, man. Like, she was amazing and part of the Golden Girls squad in 2000 when we got our gold medal. You know, and Debbie, Debbie's like my big sister, man. She coached that Kentucky, man. Like I talk to Debbie every time I see her, every yeah. year. Savatita finds, and you know what I mean. Our Golden Girls, we, I hold them up when I see them. I always be like, I pay homage and be like, man, you, you guys, Pauline, Pauline Davis Thompson. You know, she's amazing. You know what I mean? Amazing, yeah. amazing women. Our Golden Knights. I end up. I used to run with them in high school, like Michael Matthew, Demetrius Pendez, most of them. Those two are from my island, you know what I mean? Those gold medalists. So, and the other ones are from NASA, Chris Brown, and um, um, actually, I can't, I'm missing his name. But it's right. a tight, it's a tight knit community. You know it what is. I mean? So, yeah. It yeah. is. And I train, I train with Chandra. So, 
She's a character. She don't play, boy. She don't, don't play. Right? She, she don't. don't. She don't play the radio. <laughs> she don't, boy. For real. Yeah, man. But yeah, so I, I think he made a great point. You know what I mean? Of of doing that. I think uh I think what Noah's doing for the sport is amazing, man. The walk-ins, the fashion, whether is what they say, all attention is good attention. He's 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 being an ambassador of the sport. He's creating that people look and who knows who comes behind him and you know tries to follow their own thing or do his thing even better than him. You know what I mean? Because I think the first celebrity in our sport was Carl Lewis, man. He's the first dude to really like blow it up. Yeah, like, yeah. Who was mentioned among the the greats? You've seen them in Hollywood and all that. You know what I mean? Riding you know? limos to the track meet. Yeah, like man. So jumping out of jumping out of helicopters at track meets. Yeah, he was an innovator. Duh. It was. Yeah. It was. He took stuff and fame to a different level that our our world didn't see. Right. And yeah. I just think it's a full cycle going again. That's what Noah's doing. He's taking yeah. the fame and what it looks like to be successful in our sport, and he's wearing it. He's embodying it. You know what I'm saying? So he's taking it to that next level for sure. You you know what I know it gets serious for us when uh when I mean and they they recognize that at like a lot of the college games, like when when we see a lot of our track athletes sitting floor seats in the NBA. I don't know if they're gonna do Noah, because you know, he said that thing about the world champion. <laughs> <laughs> they might be like, oh yeah, put him in the box, man. We can't put him on the floor, boy. They're gonna get that boy. They gonna get that boy. Hey, somebody needs somebody needs to troll the NBA and go and get him floor seat tickets yeah, to the yeah. finals. You're not world champions. Listen, boy, they might hit him with the ball on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, he, he said he loved the NBA though. I mean, he just was he was stating a, a, a disparity in and what was going on. And, a what? What'd you call it? A what? A, 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 a just disparity. A... <laughs> He's stating facts. <laughs> I just said. Nice. He was telling the truth. I just, I just said, man. I just said. But yeah, man, I like I said, I like I like what no one's doing in the sport. You know, I'm waiting to see what next young athlete is gonna follow suit. Like, who's next up, man? We got so many young kids that's coming up, man. They had the fastest little kid in the world at Melrose. I saw that. It was crazy. You know, we had they had a kid run the meet record from IMG. I can't remember his name. He ran 32 seconds in the three on it. Oh yeah, yeah man. Coach, coached by yours truly, Dwight Thomas <laughs> oh. from Jamaica. Oh, young Kane, they ran a yeah. three hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That boy yeah, ran yeah, thirty two. Yeah. Boy, he the truth. Yeah. <laughs> he the truth. Yeah. He the truth, man. Shoot, speaking of that too, man. Let's not forget about NC Day AA, man. Conference, conference is coming up for a lot of the conferences and then regionals and then and then uh, NCAA indoor nationals, man. I think. Fastest kid already dropped for 646. 656. 651. No, no, no. He went. No, 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 bro. He went 648, I think. I could be wrong. He's 64, bona fide. He ran 64. Yeah. yeah, man. So that that that's gonna be a, and that and that and that's 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 next up. Those are those are the next generation of athletes. Uh, that's gonna come through, man, um, and show us what what's to come. I want to ask you another question, bro. Do you what's see up? another another young person that's in high school right now turning pro? Because we talked about Tia last time turning pro out of high school. Is there another one 
that's out there that's that's blazing the trail that you think a shoe company will be like, you know what, we're going to invest in this person. Right now? Like right now, somebody who's turning up right now? Turning up right now in, 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 in high school who haven't, who've, who've committed to a college possibly, if they do something spectacular outdoor, they think they're like, yeah, I'm a decommit, man, I'm going to take this bag. I don't know right now, man. You have you have one in your mind? I got. I know. One, one, I know one's coming down the pipeline. I got. I got one in my head, man. I mean, she's committed to a college. It's a she, so I already gave it away. But uh, I think if she does something stupid outdoor, I don't. I don't think she goes to college, man. And I might be speaking out of turn. You know what I mean, I, I, I don't want that. I want that to be known. But a Deja Hodge, amazing young athlete, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good Mount Verde athlete, man. I mean, that that girl, Mount Verde kid. I just, I just consider them like college already. (laughs) (laughs) The times they run it like, yeah, they're college already. You know, you know what I'm saying. I I was at a meet where they was at uh, the elite Mount Verde elite kids, and I could hear the kids talking on the sideline. They was like, shoot. If we running, if we running against my bird, yeah, I count first as first because if they beat you, like they they like that, so I don't even count them. So like, if I get second to them, I'm still first. <laughs> that's how the kids rationalizing losing to a Mount Verde kid. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. They had a different level, though. It's a different level there, man. It's like that's Mount Verde College. It ain't Mount Verde Academy. It's Mount nah, Verde College. You're 100% correct. They should have like a show, man, a, a, what it's like to be not even like a Mount Verde, because you know the basketball team is, is swinging over there. Ben Simmons and all those kids went there to that school. That's really a basketball and a soccer school. It is very much so. But a lot of people don't realize that it's a boarding school. Yeah. So a lot of these kids, they have to come here, no matter where you live at, to be able to be a part of the school, unless you are living like really close by and they allow you to waive you to be able to come back and forth to the school, it is a boarding school. So you living on, it's like, it's like being in college. That's why it's like yep. Mount Verde College. It's like they go into their dorms, they go into classes, they, be, they become very independent. So I think that's what makes them more mature and have that mindset to kind of excel at a high level because they really want it. They understand what it looks like. You know, when you're in high school, man, everything's given to you. You getting dropped off everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have that mentality of like, I got to get it out the mud myself. They have to do that over there. So- and they, they they have a very qualified coach in Gerald Fury, man. You know, former former Texas A and M athlete, um, Olympic athlete. Gerald Fury is, is is a real good coach, really good guy, and that's the head coach over there. So I wanted to shout him out, man. Gerald, good job. You're doing a, a a great job over there, Gerald. I think in a matter of a few years, maybe five years of development, man. He he's put that school literally. For track and field, not saying oh, yeah. it wasn't on the map. For track and field, he's put it on the map. He's oh, put it. On the map. Oh, hundred percent, for and sure. He he, he did that because yeah, I I don't remember talking about my bird and track five years ago. I saw he did that. So, so um, I know there's one coming down the pipeline, but it's it's a little further away, and I'm only saying that now because her numbers just she like 13 years old, man, and she's out there running 223 seconds. Like she doing like stuff that a thirteen average thirteen year old female sh- should not be doing. You know what I mean? Like she looks really good. She has the mentality to get it done. 
It's just the fact that she has to grow and mature. If she's doing that in middle school, you know what I'm saying, and run against, she can run and beat high schoolers easy. Then once she gets to that next level of high school, she's just gonna be that athlete who's just gonna be like, you know what? It's probably time for me to, probably time for me to go pro. You know, maybe so. But then you have, I mean, I know a few, a few phenomenons. Not saying that it's this girl or any of them, but I know a few phenomenons that were like really great when they were young, and then they got bored with the sport, didn't want to do it anymore, or they puberty hit. And you know what I mean? They grew mm-hmm. other places and then it was it was like nah G. She's <laughs> I, Nigerian. I'm carrying this actually. <laughs> She's Nigerian. Oh. She's not allowed to get bored. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you know, yeah. you know the Nigerian parents, boy, they yeah. hey, they're gonna keep you in line. No, this is what you're doing. Listen, I've been to a Nigerian wedding. I was in a Nigerian wedding, bro, and we were sitting at the table and I've never felt so unaccomplished in my life. I was sitting <laughs> at the table around and everybody was like just conversing. And it was like, what are you? What do you do? There's like, oh yeah, I'm a heart surgeon. The next one was like, what do you do? Oh, I'm an epidemiologist. The other one was like, I'm a podiatrist. They're like, what do you do? It's like, man, I'm here just to support the grammar writing group. <laughs> I was like, you know, when you say, oh, I'm a coach, you know, that's what I do, <laughs> you know, and that's all you do. Hey. But you supposed to you supposed to lie, bro. You supposed to say something like I'm a veterinarian or something like that. <laughs> Listen, bro, they made me feel so uncomfortable. I was like, so everybody at this table, doctors? doctors. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a doctor. You know, they call us doctor coaches where I'm from. <laughs> it's like, nah, gee. But oh, yeah, man, man. yeah, Nigerians are they're, they're super focused. But I We'll see. I'm going to keep an eye out looking for that person, man. I'll, I'll keep dropping little tidbits into the episode. It's outdoor season coming around. It's about to get hot and heavy out there. You know what I'm saying? So I'll keep you in tune when times drop, man. I, I'm telling you, you're going to be surprised. You're going to be really surprised. Yeah, man. Shoot. Another big thing that 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 went out in, in the world, man, we about to lose uh, a female jogging out of our sport, man. A staple. I mean, I think in, I think in her country, they should... I don't know if a statue will do it. They should name a track or something, man. We're going to lose Shelly Ann Fraser-Price this year, man. This is our last year around the world, you know, competing. What do you think about that, man? Man, Shelly Ann has been such an inspiration to the sport for so long. Watching her first, make her first Olympic team in 2008. And her, her dominance for so many years into the sport and then watching her grow. You know, she was a little, she was young. I ain't going to say she was a little girl, but she was a young athlete. Fresh on the scene, not leaving. I don't even think she left her country. You know what I mean? So she was out there in the world and then watching her mature into the powerful, successful woman she is now, man. Hats off to her, man. Shouts out to her. She deserves everything. We wish you could run many, many more years because she is the kind of person that rises to the occasion, man. You know, watching her duke it out with Elaine throughout the years. You know, uh, they'll be they'll be seeing who would who would get to 10-7 first. And True. then who would get to 10-6 first. You know what I'm saying? And it made it for pure entertainment, man, because they both rose to the occasion. Listen, just Elaine is the recent one. She battled many people that bang, man. Like Carmelita Jeter. She went back and forth with Jet. Man, shoot, she went back and forth with 
uh, Veronica Campbell, like from our own country, man. Oh, Tori. And and the late great Tori, she battled Tory, every she, she battled listen, every elite elite female. I'm trying to that tell you in this era, juggernauts, ten six, ten seven women, like through 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 time, man. Like she 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 has been amazing to our sport. She has been graceful to our sport. Uh, she's been nothing but a class act, man. And yeah, man, I I, I just. She will definitely be missed. I think as she makes her rounds this year, man, around the world, um, it's farewell tour. Every country she goes to, should 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 give her a flowers. Win or loss, mm-hmm. when she runs, they should let her do a lap, man, because this is the last time we're going to see an amazing, great athlete grace track and field the mommy rocket, man. It, it, it's, 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 it's sad to see. But I understand why she has to go, man. Did you read the statement of why she's saying she's going? She said, she said she owes it to her family to do something else now, especially her husband. She said she's been competing from 2008 and she's been married for some time now for, for her husband and her child. To, she owes it to them to, to just do something else. And, and that's very honorable. Absolutely. I mean, when you, when you are an athlete of her stature, your time is limited. Because your focus is on your own success. Because that's what got you to where you're at, you know? And you try to kind of juggle or balance family time, personal life around your successful career. So you invite the family to go on to track meets or y'all go to a, a vacation after track meets. But everything, everything in your life is kind of floating around track. You know what I mean? So now it's like, with her son becoming older and having more time to be able to be a wife and a mom, like that's important. Those are things you're going to look back on and it's going to help her grow as a female. It's going to help her grow because now she's been so successful as an athlete. Now she can kind of blossom and flourish into an even more beautiful wife and a mother. So shout out to her, man. She's, and she's an amazing person. If you haven't had a chance to sit down and talk with her next time, anybody else see her, man, just, Run up to her. Tell her I told you that. I told you to run up to her because she just, she speaks life into you. You know what I mean? She, and she talks, she talks very well. She said this to my mom in 2015 after I lost that race in Beijing. She looked at my mom and said, Bolt didn't beat Gatlin. Gatlin beat Gatlin. You know? And to say something like that, I was like, man, well put. She's, she has that mentality that a lot of people don't have. And it's going to be missed in our sport. And I hope that she's able to pass it on to the next generation. True. My next, move on to my next question. So we might know, and this happens a lot in our sport, man. The top 1% of our sport, they move on from the sport and never to make the type of money that they probably seen making in track and field. Like, even if they get a regular job, how long do you stay running if you're seeing a nice check? Because, I mean, she still, she still can make a substantial amount of money, even <laughs> if she isn't winning based on who she is. Do, do you stop and be like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm about to leave six figures on the table almost every year. Or do you keep going? What do you do? Listen, when you up there, the money matches your greatness. And it comes <laughs> quick, dog. Every time I'm retired, I'm like, man, you know what? Man, I should go train, man. Go out and run real quick. Go give me a couple of bags. Because it comes so quick. You know what I mean? Because you, you, you command it. You are, you are that person. You him or she. You know, you her. But 
It's like once you leave the sport, you see what the real world's about. The money that you would get in nine seconds or 10 seconds, people work all year for that. <laughs> they work all year for that same amount. <laughs> Listen, <And> it, <laughs> Elaine said, Elaine said, if I'm injured and I can get paid, I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing though, it's like, all right, so this is what you have to balance. It's a great athlete, right? You got to balance the fact that you are getting great money fast, right? It's just flowing in. But then also, what if you are injured or you just not up to par anymore, right? Does, is that going to hurt the glory? Is that going to hurt your legacy? So those are things you got to kind of balance correctly. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to go out there and be like, man, I'm getting the bag, but I'm still getting fifth place. Because the audience don't see that. The audience be like, oh, you just getting fifth place. They don't oh, realize no. you just came away with like half a million dollars or more just because no. you just got fifth place. You, you, you the <laughs> highest paid fifth place placer in the world, in history probably. But but you know how that go. Me promoters get hip to that quick. So you can start the year <laughs> off getting paid good. And if they see you get fifth place too many times, you right there talking about, yeah, I need a hundred K to come. They be like, nah, buddy. <laughs> we give we give you five K. <laughs> no, but but what happens is the athletes have gone have become hip to the game too. <laughs> so when those invitations come in, like, hey, we're gonna pay you this a certain amount. We're gonna pay you uh, uh six figures just to come run at our race real quick. And you look at your coach and you be like, Hey, I don't think I'm ready, but the world don't know that yet. <laughs> Shoot, that, that happened to me and you. Remember when you were supposed to go to South Africa? You was like, Rod, they want me to South go to South Africa. I said, nah, you can't go, bro. You ain't ready. You was like, they offering me this. Bro, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You on the plane, you on the plane rehearsing your, your, uh, your reason. Oh man, you know what? I'm just not in shape yet. We haven't done speed work yet, but you know, you got to get the money, man. It's there. I mean, Listen, it's just given to you. Basically. I, wish, I wish COVID was out back there so you could be like, I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, shoot. Let, let's, let's, like, let's get back to, to, to the thing, man. Like, shots out to Shelly Yam. We want to say hats off to you. You had an amazing career. And if I if I do see you in, por- in person, I would definitely shake your hand and tell you, job, well done. You know what I mean? You've you've been amazing to your country and amazing to this sport. Being the Olympic year, man, we're gonna have story time with Justin, man, and most and mo- most memorable moments of the Olympics, man. Uh I remember Justin, I'm gonna hand you this story, man. You could you could kind of tell the rest. I remember you telling me like you met a celebrity. And the and your your village mates from the USA, when you pulled up around the corner with this person, was really surprised, man. Go ahead, go ahead, and tell us how this <laughs> how this how this story unveiled. So, all right, so this is this is 2012 Olympics, right? We in the village hanging out. We just we got there maybe we about three or four days in, right? And our whole building, we already dubbed our whole building a stoop because everybody hung out on our front porch, right? We just hanging out, having a good time. Um, some of the guys were like, man, let's get into some fun, dog. Let's go, let's go find some things to do. And I was like, man, I can't get up with y'all, man. I gotta go, I gotta go meet Serena. They was like, Serena who? I was like, Serena Williams. <laughs> oh, like, so, nah. you, so wait, so you just said it so casually like, oh yeah, it's Serena Williams. Now keep in mind, this is, this is a global athlete. We're not talking about, not, not a global athlete, a global icon, not, not just an athlete, an icon. Yeah, I'm going to just meet Serena. 
Oh, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, continue. That's that's exactly how it went down. <laughs> and and it was like, nah, man, you, you better do all that. You ain't gonna do all that. I was like, bet that. Watch this. So then I walk away, do my thing, come back in about an hour, come around the corner. You remember the story? Came around the corner, <laughs> came around the corner with Serena. <laughs> Serena with me. <laughs> hey, the look on all their faces, they jaws dropped. They're like, you know, you know who told me that story? Wallace told me that story. It was Wallace. Wallace like, it was Wallace Tony McQuaid there. It was, <laughs> it was Manny O. Mitchell. All them dudes were there. Wallace said, bro, this dude really came back with Serena Williams. They was like, they was holding like a straight face. Like, but like when you left, they was like, bro, they was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the cool thing was we just had a whole thing. I had it already set up, dog. I already had it set up. So the day before, I already talked to her. And we was like, all right, we're going to spend the next day and we're going to go pin hunting. So a lot of people don't realize it. like everybody has a credential, right? And they have that little, little thing to hang on the credential, right? And you get every country has their own flags or they have some kind of little pin that's unique. So you could think about it. Obviously, you do the numbers. So if you have like 100 U- USA athletes and they all have 20 pins, that's, that's a lot of pins. Yeah. But if you have small countries... They don't got a lot of pins. So the, the popular thing to do in the Olympics is when you go around, you look for people's pins who are going to be unique so you can have them. And then you rocking them around the village. And everybody's like, oh, damn, look at it. He got St. Lucia's dog. You know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So Serena was obsessed <laughs> with pins. So he's like, I was like, you know what, Serena? I got you. We're going to spend the whole day. We're going to go to every venue. We're going to gather all these pins. And that's what we did. We got on the buses. From every venue, we went to the track venue, we went to the field hockey venue, we went to the archery venue, we went to every venue and gathered all these pins, dog. So you was you wasn't getting mobbed, man. That, that's a ring, Nah, bro. We wasn't we wasn't really getting mobbed that much. I think I we nah, we wasn't getting mobbed that much. Mm-mm. That's crazy. Mm-mm. That's crazy, man. But you Shout know out. who you know who gets mobbed a lot and he don't like it? Michael Phelps. Michael, I, I feel mean, so bad for him. Listen, man. Michael is he has said that he doesn't like like huge crowds. He likes to compete, but he doesn't like the whole melee, you know, he doesn't he don't like, like none any of, it. of that. He don't like, he don't like none of it. None man. of it. None he don't like it. taking pictures. He don't like taking selfies. None of it. He'll sit right there just like this. And people walk into him like have a picture. He won't say nothing. They'll just be like, they'll just put the camera in front of his face like this and they'll just <laughs> take the picture. <laughs> and they're like, thank you, and walk off. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, listen though. Shout out to Serena, man. You know, you that's that's one of your Olympic moments, man. We're gonna be dropping one of those favorite memorable Olympic moments from Justin, man, as we walk up to the Olympics this year. Uh hopefully everybody gets a chance to watch them. So stay tuned. We have more stories in future episodes. But enough of that. And this week has been good. Melrose has been amazing. We have a whole nother week of jam-packed excitement coming up with nationals and conference. Mm-hmm. So y'all stay tuned and we'll bring the report back to you. And we out. Ready? Set, set go. go.